Hello and welcome to a breath of fresh dating podcast where we have authentic conversations on love, sex and relationships, shedding light on major issues and solutions for a breath of fresh dating. Joining us on today's episode is women, if you're out there, um, learn how to carry yourself in a certain way. Because if you dress half naked, the only thing that we're going to talk about is sex because you're giving me that. But if you if you carry yourself with respect and you carry yourself in a womanly way, then a dude's not going to approach you like that. It, you know, well, just pay attention to how Instagram works. You can look at a woman's profile and you say, okay, I got to come this way. I got to come this way. If you, if you carry yourself like a whore bag, what conversations do you want to have? A woman a couple of years came to me and was like, why do you treat me like this? I said, because you're dressing like a whore bag. Like, you want you want you want to dress like a whore bag, but yet have somebody treat you like a wife. Two-time Grammy Award winner and the life of the party, Fat Man Scoop. I'm your host, Mandy, personal matchmaker and dating coach at the MME Agency. And you are listening to a breath of fresh dating podcast. Hello, Fat Man Scoop. Welcome to a breath of fresh dating podcast. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well, thank you. So, um, Scoop, do they still call you Fat Man Scoop or is it just Scoop? Because I know you've lost weight now. I'm all, I could be two pounds and be Fat Man Scoop. It's, it's a mentality. I love that, a mentality and your stage name. So how did you even come about the name Fat Man Scoop? What was the inspiration behind it? Um, just, you know, when I, when I was growing up, I used to eat a lot of ice cream. So my uncle nicknamed me, my Uncle Jack nicknamed me Scoop. And um, from there, just, you know, I, nobody ever called me my real name. So what, what wound up happening was that... Um, you know, it, my teachers called me Scoop. My friends called me Scoop. Everybody, everybody in the world called me Scoop. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, when I when I was rapping, I needed something to describe myself. So I was a fat guy. So it's like fat man scooping, and it just started there, and it just took off, and and that was it, really. Amazing. I can't imagine you with any other name, to be honest. <laughs> no. What are you doing to stay quarantined? How are you coping during this pandemic? Um, basically, I'm just on my energy on doing my Instagram live every day. I do it at uh, 11 o'clock, you guys time. Uh, and, and it's basically celebrity interviews, you know, a bunch of humor, uh, wild people. Uh, people talking a bunch of rubbish, as you say, and, and fun. <laughs> I love that. Before we uh, go further, why don't you introduce um, yourself to our listeners so they know who I'm speaking with? My name is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner, and the host of Fat Man Scoop TV slash Sensible Ignorance, 11 p.m. on Instagram Live. Fantastic. You used to have um, a, a, a relationship show, didn't you? Or a relationship podcast with your, your missus. Ex-wife. Yes. Ex-wife. That's it. How long have you been uh, divorced now? Oh, man, um, almost nine years. Wow, that is a long time. Are you dating? Uh, not right now. It's complicated. I'll just say that. It's, it's, it's complicated. 
or are you in a situationship? <laughs> it's com- it's overall complicated. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's 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 very uh, complicated. I'm going through some things right now, but I think I'll come out on the sunny side soon. Ah, uh, that's good. It's always good to look at life, you know, half full as opposed to half empty. Exactly. So what do you think about um, the new dating culture of this generation? Uh, you know, it, it's not what we, it's not what we grew up on. You know, we grew up on, um, you know, you staying with the same person for your entire life. And um, it's not like that anymore. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's completely different. And it, it's funny. Like, it's like, you don't, in these, in today's world, you don't even expect to be with people for that long. It's almost like going from one thing to the next thing and then you go to the next thing and that's it. Do you think that it's influenced by, you know, the rise of dating apps, uh, the plethora of options social media uh, provides and the fact that people always think that the grass is greener on the other side? I think it's exactly what you said. It, you know, Instagram is a meat market. You know, like, like, what do we, you know, what are you supposed to do? You know, when 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 um when we first you know when we were growing up it was kind of like this i don't know how it was in england but in america it was like this mm. the best the best looking girl went with the guy who was a, a jock in sports or the drug dealer mm. the rest of us kind of got in where we fit in. Mm. and and you know, you had the girl you had and that was it. And, and now it's a little different. It's like, you know, you, 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 you could, you could see a girl from Oklahoma. You could see a girl from, from Bath. You could see a girl from Missouri. You could see a girl from uh, Letterkenny and Ireland. You could see a girl from SW1. You could see a girl mm-hmm. from, from uh, Los Angeles, California. You can see a girl from Reading, a girl from uh, uh, Bradford. You can see a girl from uh, Cardiff. You can see a girl from anywhere. And, and, and that makes it so you don't have the attention of, on the person that you, that you are with. And that is a very dangerous thing. It is dangerous, but don't you think it has more to do with uh, lack of discipline and moral principles? Because it, it seems like, uh, people can just easily fall into temptation. Hundred percent. It definitely has to do with discipline and marble principles. It is what it is. I mean, you 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 shouldn't. That's the problem. The the discipline comes from the fact that there's too many things to look at. So why would you want to be in a relationship when there's so many things to look at? There's so many things to. I mean. You don't even need to, have, with, with the way social media is now, you don't even need to have pornos. It's all there already. I think uh, technology certainly has an impact on the new dating culture and dating mentality of our generation. Uh, some women these days don't seem to have self-respect. Uh, they uh, are so revealing on social media that uh, they just don't leave anything to a man's imagination. And this uh, sort of gives men uh, 
a sense of online confidence because they feel like the way the woman presents herself online uh, gives them some sort of a leeway or opportunity to slide in her DM and be very direct with their intentions, especially if their intention uh, isn't substantial, if it's probably just uh, uh, passing through or, you know, expecting cheap thrills. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, there are people who find love through social media, but the way a woman presents herself online uh, depicts the way she would be approached by a man. So how do you think women should respond to men who approach them negatively through social media? You summed it up. I mean, like, if it, it, it's all how you, if, you know, for me, women, if you're out there, um, learn how to carry yourself in a certain way. Because if you dress half naked and I go in your DMs, the only thing that we're going to talk about is sex because you're giving me that. But if you, if you carry yourself with respect and you carry yourself in a womanly way, then a dude's not going to approach you like that. It, you know, well, just pay attention to how Instagram works. You can look at a woman's profile and you say, okay, I got to come this way. I got to come this way. If you, if you carry yourself like a whore bag, what conversations do you want to have? A woman a couple of years came to me and was like, why do they treat me like this? I said, because you're dressing like a whore bag. Like you want, you want, you want to dress like a whore bag, but yet have somebody treat you like a wife. It, it doesn't work. So I, I think the, the thing that is the most important is how you treat yourself. If if all you have on your pit on your profile is a bunch of side pics where I can see your ass and everything, then what do you want from me? What do you expect me to think? Mm. And there seems to be, you know, a sudden rise in uh, surgery. So like be it a woman's breast uh, enlargement or, you know, Brazilian butt lifts. And um, I feel like a lot of women are feeling sort of um, pressure to join the bandwagon. What do you think about women who are so uh, engrossed with body augmentation? Do you think that it's to attract men or do you just think that it has to do with a lot of insecurities? I think, I think personally, personally, um, if you if you get a fake butt or fake breast, it's basically it's basically false advertising because you're you're really not that person. It's almost like me going and getting a a, a dick enlargement. Like it's false advertising. Now, is it cool? Yeah, I mean, do people like it? Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't particularly care for that stuff. I know women who have had uh, augmentation is cool. I'm, you know, if that's what they want to do, if they like, if they love it, if they if they love it, I like it. It's it's cool, but I'm not, you know, it's not my major thing. I like women who are like natural, but more than anything, it's funny because. Women fix their bodies to attract rich men and rich men get their money to attract women like that. It just is, it is what it is. We, we all want the best of the game. So, you know, the dudes at the top of the food chain want the best looking women. So if you, if you have something and you can make it better, then it just makes sense for you to do that. Um, I know, a, I know, a absolutely stunning woman 
that she's beautiful, all beautiful, right? But she mm -hmm. had no butt. She had no uh, bum, as you guys say. She went to the Dominican Republic and got it. And now, and now she had dudes before, but now it's 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 out of here. Mm. There's a stigma associated with black men um, and uh, their preference. So basically, you know, a lot of women, to be precise, uh, believe that uh, black men seem to be more attracted to, you know, women who have a lighter skin tone, women who look exotic or, you know, even white women. Uh, and they don't necessarily glorify uh, black women or appreciate uh, black women as much as they should. Well, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, it, it's it's it, it it's a little bit of both. Like for for you for people saying that men appreciate women who black men, are light skin, okay. right? Mm -hmm. Women like the new trend with black women is they 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 rock with with, with Jews in the dark skin. Steph, the Steph Curry's and the Drakes are not winning. The Idris Elbers and the uh, uh, Bozeman, uh, uh, Chanwick Bozeman or whatever the dude from Black Panther's name is, and th they all winning. The people sure. like me that have no country, I'm I'm in the middle of black and, and, and light and dark. I'm I'm there with Method Man and and, and fucking Ice Cube and, <laughs> and, and, and you know like I I have no country. Like I'm not light skin or dark skin, but so I'm out of the mix. But 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 the trend with black women. Is loving dark skinned men. So, you know, with the with the the trend with I guess black men is liking light skinned women. I mean, it's just a matter of preference. But don't you think that um the fact that black men have such preference limits the opportunity for women to build relationships with black men or even get married to black men? Because let's face it, there are more black women than there are black men, especially eligible black men. And the thing is. A lot of black women wouldn't want to branch out by establishing interracial relationships because they are so concerned about, uh, you know, public or societal opinions. So what would you expect them to do? Like if if it's such a if it's a case of a preference, don't you think that just limits their opportunities? I mean, you can't make somebody want to to like somebody. It's like mm. saying. It's like saying, um, I give you a good example. Women's preference is not to be with a, a, a guy who's fat. It's to be with a guy who's skinny. That's just the game. You know, you can't, you can't get upset about the game. It, the game is what it is. Like, you, you, go and you, you go and you find the woman that's into you. And that takes time. It ain't, it ain't easy. So saying that is like saying, well, what does the guy like me that's that's fat do when women that are thin that are women don't like uh, big guys? A woman could be mm -hmm. fat and don't like a fat guy. Uh, what, what, what is it? We we can't fix it. Mm. If a guy has a preference for a woman who probably looks foreign or is white or has a lighter skin tone, um. You know, I can understand if the guy doesn't mind just dating outside of his race. However, he's had experience with black women and he just, you know, doesn't mind dating black women or white women, any race. But then for a black man to be so um, adamant about his preference being only Caucasian, uh, don't you think it has um, 
it has a bit to do with his because some people might think that he is a, a, a colorist he doesn't appreciate his race for him to date outside his race but what does that mean like you know like you know you you could take that both ways because then you know men could say you know black women are difficult and black mm. women could say black men all they do is cheat and abuse them like mm. we don't know why somebody dates outside of their race we have no idea mm. of what what it is people like what they like like that's like me i like sure. i like women that have an ass like a car door I, that's what i like you know i no one can i can't get angry at what someone likes and i think that the reality of it is that it's way less prevalent than what you think it is. I don't mm. think there's a mass exodus of black guys dealing with white women. Now, I know that in America, it's not like that. Now, mm. but I do know that a lot of people who have money and all that, they mess with white women. But then there are the same amount of people that have money that mess with black women. Do you think there are more uh, black guys who date outside their race compared to black women? And also, uh, there's some sort of a stereotype against black women who choose to date uh, outside their race. I mean, black women who date outside their race or are in interracial relationships don't really get much respect from black men and are looked down on. Well, to me, my thing is this. I don't care, you know. I, it, why would it be looked down if, if the man is treating you? Listen, this is my attitude. I don't give a fuck who my kids bring in here, long as they treat them right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I wouldn't give a fuck if they brought the alien in here. Like, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't give a fuck. Is he treating you right? Are you happy? Then do it in Jesus' name. I, you know, because I, I think that saying that you have to date within your race it's unfair that that's that's cutting off the rest of the world. Like exactly, how can I how can I tell you to do that? I, listen, if my daughter walked in here with another woman, is she treating you right? Okay, let's do it. I agree. I think uh, black women need to date outside their race more. They need to be more open to the possibility of uh, establishing relationships with people other than their race. I want everybody to just be happy. Absolutely. There seems to be um, a common issue in terms of married men who uh, seem to be in unfulfilled uh, marriages or unfulfilled relationships. And uh, they could be in a relationship with their partner without having sex with them for like a year, a couple of years or even seven years. Now, when uh, what do you think about men? or couples who just stop having any form of sexual intimacy. Do you think that's an issue? If you're not having sex with the person you with, you're having sex with somebody else. Okay, nobody hears Jesus. Let's, let's cut it out. Mm. So it's happening with somebody else. I know at least with a man, it's happening with somebody else. But then, you know, there are people that might say they choose to stay in such a relationship uh, for the children. In my opinion, I just feel that's a, a wrong reason of uh, choosing to stay in a relationship because then it means that you're affecting your mental health. And when you're internally uh, dissatisfied and when you're unhappy, that unhappiness can grow into some sort of toxicity and it could uh, project onto the child. So when people say they still choose to maintain uh, such a relationship without any form of sexual intimacy for the children, I feel like that is just a flawed perspective or reason to, to remain in a relationship. 
how often do you think it's necessary for couples to have sex? I think you have it as much as you want, but I do think this. You cannot stay for the kids because here's the thing. If you stay for the kids and the relationship is toxic, all they see is toxicity. I know that because I lived that. End of story. Can't do it. Can't do it for the kids. And sex is whenever you want to have it. Like, you know, if, it, if it's once a month, if it's three times a month, I, you know, personally, I feel you shouldn't have it that much, especially if you're going to be in a committed relationship. Mm. But what because, if... Uh, because I don't want to get tired of it. You don't want to get tired, did you say? I'd rather, I'd rather wait for it to be an event than get tired of it. So what's your perspective on men who struggle to get aroused? Uh, because I've come across a number of clients who uh, have uh, sexual intimacy issues uh, due to so many factors, uh, for example, a lack of libido, lack of affection, or probably medical issues. They just can't seem to get hard. Uh, so based on your own uh, opinion, what do you think the problem might be? Or if you've even had uh, such a, an experience? There was a time uh, recently, a couple of years or two ago, where I was with a woman and, you know, she just wasn't turning me on. Just didn't mm. work. You know, um, she tried to embarrass me and I had to tell her in front of everybody. I was like, it ain't, it ain't I'm not, it's nothing wrong with me. You don't turn me on. Is there, was there room for her to do stuff that could turn you on? Um, no, because her attitude was, was shitty, number one. And number two, once I get to a certain place, I'm not turned on anymore. I wanna... <laughs> so do you think women who uh, have sex with a guy on the first day diminish their self-worth? I understand there are people out there who have sex on the first day and end up, you know, having an amazing, fulfilling relationship that, you know, potentially leads to marriage. But generally speaking, do you think it's advisable for women to have sex with a guy on the first day? Why not? What's wrong mm. with that? See, because here's the thing. There are people who have sex on the first date and they with with each other for 20 years. And then there's people who have the sex on the first date and nothing happens after. There's no way to tell that. Just like, you know, Steve Harvey, I don't know if you guys know who Steve Harvey is. Yeah. But Steve Harvey wrote a book that said you should wait 90 days uh, to have sex, right? Act like a lady, think like a man. Here's the funny thing about it. You're not doing, you know, if you think that waiting, if you think that waiting 90 days is going to stop a man, it's not. It, it's not. Because on the 93rd day, he'll fuck you and then he'll leave. Mm. And if he's not having sex with you, he's doing something with somebody else. So it is what it is. Like, if you think that you're trying to hold off and all that, listen, that's a bad idea. Because if a dude wants to, a dude wants to wait and, and wait it out, he will. Mm. Period. I mean, he yeah. will. That's true. And I guess it's um it's a it's a case of following uh the chemistry and the instincts, to be honest. Exactly. Uh, you just you just go in there and, you know, whatever happens, you, 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 you make, you, you do what you can and that's it. And, and listen, if it works, it works. And if it don't, it don't. You know, there, there is not, the world is different now. Like, you know, all of the, all of the, um, you know, 
we're going to be together forever. All that is out the window. It, it, it's a new world. Like, that was our parents. Now it's, like, completely different. Completely. But there are people out there who genuinely want to establish relationships with people. You know, they're not, they haven't been corrupted by this new world or this new dating culture. I agree. I, I, I agree. I agree with that 100%. But, but, but there is a lot of people that... See, here's the thing. I, I want to say this to everybody. It's really, really... Being in a relationship is really, really hard because you're accountable to something. But if, if, you, if, you think, if you think about it, right... Women who choose to, I'm, I'm going back to the, you know, having sex on the first day. Women who choose to, would rather not have sex on the first day because they don't want to just add another guy to their list, you know? So they have to be certain that the guy is, you know, right for them. Okay. Well, all right. Now, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. Put yourself in her shoes. She doesn't want to be perceived as a whole. Or as a woman who's so easy. Because as much as a man may make her feel like he's genuine or he wants her to give up the cookie on the first day, he might just lead her on only to have the cookie and just leave her hanging. And then she becomes a statistic. Well, that's part of the game. That's why I tell my daughter, whatever you do, don't do it with your feelings involved. Mm. If you want to have fun, do your thing. But don't get into, like, falling into these dudes because then all dudes play games. I don't care if, unless you're really in a committed relationship, all dudes play games, whether they're 20 or they're 50. Dudes are 60 years old doing the same thing. So, I mean, it it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I agree. In summary, what is your opinion about the new dating culture? Um... Depending on what side of it you're on, it, it could either be amazing or it could be terrible. What side of the fence that you're actually on and what you feel. If you're somebody that's out here for real love, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you. It's definitely going to hurt you. But, but, but if you are out here and you play in the field and you don't, put, you don't put your emotions and your feelings into it, you know, it might be an okay experience. Now, that, to me, that is the hardest part of being a woman because there, there are pluses and minuses to being, to being a woman. One of them is the emotional side of it. Mm. I posted a quote on social media uh, which uh, read, uh, normalize polygamy, polyandry, and a uh, polyamory relationships um and i uh, got a lot of feedback some people were in agreement other people were in disagreement um and the whole point of the post was to basically highlight certain issues i mean if monogamy is accepted worldwide um and uh, polygamy for example is only accepted in you know certain countries especially african countries is still a relationship preference and it's still a type of relationship uh, and a type of committed relationship. So why don't we normalize and accept and respect these relationships as we do monogamy? Because there are people who have certain kind of preferences. We shouldn't look down on these kind of, or, or on people who um, are interested in uh, such a relationship and we shouldn't have such a biased and negative perspective towards that kind of relationship. What are your thoughts? Do what you want. 
See, here, here's the thing. You notice that in you notice that in the Middle East, they don't have these issues of oh he got caught, oh he got jammed up because it's already understood what it is. Mm. But here in the Western culture, it's 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 oh he got jammed up. Why he cheating on me? Because we don't because we don't do it like that. Now you can take it both ways. You can say you know it works for them. It's good for them. It's it's biblical. Some people can look at it like it's biblical. There's a bunch of different ways you can look at it, but I know this. Dudes that have two or three wives and four wives, they usually go through less shit than a dude who's out here trying to trying to live his best life and do his thing. You don't have to like it. There's probably going to be people cursing at this podcast. Oh, fuck school. But, but I'm at least <laughs> being real with myself. But then someone can easily say, right, so if you want to establish a polygamy or a polyandry relationship why don't you just uh, uh remain single what are you doing trying to be in a relationship with multiple partners then, then remain single either, either listen the thing is this either way if somebody wants to do something they're gonna do it considering i run a, a personal matchmaking agency i focus mainly on uh clients who are open to establishing uh a monogamous uh, relationship but that's not to say that I look down on other kind of relationships because I feel like if monogamy is or if monogamy exists it has to do with preference if there are people out there who don't mind uh, being in a polygamous relationship then their type of relationship should be appreciated as well so it's advisable to you know Come from a, a an unbiased perspective and just appreciate people's preferences and and you know people's choices really. I I, I listen. I, I say this. Some people don't like. Some people don't like uh, those kind of relationships. I can tell you this. It keeps you out of. It keeps you out of way less trouble. I'll tell you. I'll make it. I'll make it simple. I'll make it very simple for you. It keeps mm. you out of trouble. Mm. When you're with one woman, you 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 don't have to look over your shoulder. You mm. don't have to say to yourself, "Is today the day that I'm going to get caught?" Uh, you you don't have to say any of that stuff. You just you, you know you live in a certain way. For me, when when I was you know once once I got into a relationship where I was with one woman, I actually became more successful. I just did. So, and I didn't have to look over my shoulder. And it wasn't a time that I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to do this. And, and, and you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a much easier way for me to live. Mm. But you were in a monogamous marriage. I, my, my, my first one, uh, you know, it was a little different, but my second one, I was. But, you've, but my, you've been married twice? My, yeah, I mean, I've been married twice. I mean, the first time, you know, it was, it wasn't, you know, we were too young. I was 20, and like, mm. there's no way that I could, I could sustain that. Like, it, I was being a fool. Like, you, you, you can't, you, you have, first of all, if you're going to get married, you need to be in your 30s. Mm. Get through all your bullshit first. And then, and then we can get to where we need to go. If that makes sense to you. Mm, I agree.
It's been such a pleasure to have you on the Breath of Fresh Day in podcast scope. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners where to find you on social media and how to purchase or book your services? Because I know you've got med- merchandise on your uh, yes, website. Yes, I do. Um, you can go to fatmanscoop.com for all my merchandise. Uh, probably by the time that this comes up, I will have changed everything. Uh, I had to stop it momentarily because there were issues with the uh, factory with COVID. But by the time you listen to this, I, sh- I should be in charge of pressing all the stuff myself so you can order it at fatmanscoop.com. And to hear these kind of conversations that we're having and more, I do it all on my um, on my Instagram live daily at 11 p.m. Uh, London time, 6 p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. Eastern Standard Time in the United States at Fat Man Scoop on Instagram. Fabulous. And one more thing, considering you're an R&B man, choose between two options. 112 or Casey and Jojo? Uh, you know, something that's so funny. I interviewed uh, Slim from 112 two days ago. I will say 112. Amazing. Great answer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 112 guy. I'm a, I'm a 112 guy. Now, yes, now, 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 um, Casey and Jojo have more hits, but I'm a one, mm. I'm, for some reason, I'm just more of a 112 guy. Likewise, likewise. Perfect. Well, have a good day and stay safe. Thank you very much, and I will talk to you later. Be safe. Thanks for listening to a Breath of Fresh Dating podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on their mmeagency.com slash a breath of fresh dating. You can also download this podcast episode directly from their mmeagency.com and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify as well as various digital platforms. Uh, you can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at a breath of fresh dating. Now, if you are a single professional or entrepreneur and you're keen to connect with like-minded individuals, then check out the MMEHC.com for our matchmaking and coaching services. See ya!